This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. We're back. What's up, Jody Sweeten? What's up, Andrea Barber? How are you uh, enjoying this nice rainy weather here? It's it feels so fall like. I mean, I feel like I feel like I should get a pumpkin spice latte or something because this is very. It's finally fall here in Southern California. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it it is. It's finally feeling like I definitely was uh, reading and curled up with a book and a blanket earlier today. So (gasps) that's the best. I love that. It's it's blanket and and that sort of weather. But by the way, everyone who's listening must be like, oh my god, it must be freezing. And no, no. It's for most people in the country would be t-shirt weather. Probably raining, but they would be like, this is not cold. It's, yeah, and it's we're like, like 67 oh, here. It's right. Oh, the wind, you know, and we're like in parkas. So, yeah. Yes. We get a hint yeah. of a season here. We're like, the wind is blowing. It must be fall. Right. Yep. We don't know how to drive in the rain. We don't like, we're just, no, yeah, no, we don't know. No, we're, yeah, we're not uh, accustomed to the weather, but it's quite lovely here and uh, I'm enjoying mm-hmm. it. But it is certainly not helping my, um, Seasonal depression oh, with, yeah, the, with, the, with my, my sads with oh, the yeah, between the time change. I've been getting oh. up earlier though. You know, I know we had this okay. okay conversation where I was like, I hate it being sunny yeah. in the morning, right. but I've tried to capitalize on it a little uh-huh. bit. You've you've inspired me, Ab, and I oh. I actually have like tried to get up a little bit earlier just to enjoy a little bit more daylight. Oh, that makes yeah. me happy to hear that. Look at yeah. look at me inspiring you. That's a yeah. That's a I don't twist. know that I'm going to love it, but I'm trying. <laughs> I yeah. I appreciate the effort. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I love 
love the rain, love the fall, love everything about this season, and uh, excited about the holidays coming up. So yay, yay, yay! I know good. I can't believe we're here already. Yeah, right. Where did this year go? It's almost twenty twenty four. Where did this year go? I I don't know. I mean, I we were know. on strike for half of it, so maybe that's why our, we're we're in like a time we've warp. We've been on strike. We've been in. I don't. It's just it's the time warp that never stopped from twenty twenty. Yeah, it's true, true. Further circling down the now. vortex. Yeah, yeah. We're just trapped in a loop. Well, well, if we're trapped in a we... loop, why don't we break down an episode of Full House and really entertain ourselves? Let's let's <laughs> let's do that. We will fix all of your seasonal depression right now with a with this lovely recap. We will attempt to, lest we open ourselves up to any legal <laughs> questions. <laughs> true. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are not medical is, professionals. Right. right. This is this, these statements have not been evaluated by the FDA, um, but we're going to do our best. <laughs> Uh, So today we are discussing season one, episode 19, titled Seven Month Itch, part one. Wait, did we ever introduce ourselves? Did we do our oh thing? God, where we're we like- didn't see now. Okay, you you forget the outro sometimes. Now I'm forgetting the intros. I'm just so excited that I remembered th- that did. we forgot something. This is why we make an excellent team. We're here yes, for each other. Yes, we do. Yay. Okay, all right, perfect. So okay. um, rewind. Okay, so ready? why don't we get into it, Jody? Let's hey, get into this and today. we're back, and you are. <laughs> Welcome back to How Rude Tanneritos. Leave all of that in. Leave all of that in, Michael. <laughs> Who are and you? And you're Jody Sweeten. I'm I, Andrea Barber. I'm Jody Sweeten. We have really screwed this up. No, we and haven't. Today, We've made it brilliant. Our our editor is cursing our names right now or just yeah just maybe just leave it all in no it's part of our charm it's part of our charm charm. we're just yeah we're very real people (laughs) who very really don't know how to do a podcast okay so we're the least qualified people to be doing this podcast there are at least a million fans out there nope that's imposter syndrome and we dealt with that last episode we are not that is not who we are (laughs) well the fanaritos are definitely qualified um and we're here (laughs) by the way by the way uh our editor just said this is all staying Great. So yeah, yeah. There's this is it's, there's no choice. Yeah, <laughs> it's how are you, Tanneritos, unfiltered and unhinged. <laughs> oh, so today we are discussing season one, episode nineteen, seven month itch, part one. It Ooh. first aired on March eleventh. There's a part two. Yes, this is our, our first two parter. Yeah, very exciting. Um, it aired on March 11th, 1988, and it goes a little something like this. Jesse is fed up with his lack of privacy and family responsibilities, especially when they interfere with his love life. Hmm. It was directed by Lee Shallot. Yes. And hey, Lee. written. Hello. Yes, we love Lee. And written by Jeff Franklin. It is guest starring Chelsea Noble as Samantha... Uh, who's also known for Growing Pains and yeah. the Left Behind movie series. And she's also known, known for being Kirk Cameron's wife. Yeah. Which I, I think, think she met right around, she met. Well, she was dating, she dated John. John Stamos. Right. Yes. And I think they were actually, I don't know if they were dating at the time she did this episode or right, if that right. came after. I'm not sure which chicken or egg sort of yeah. happened. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then at some point they obviously broke up, and then she met uh, met Kirk, and then they that uh-huh. yeah. So that was, and they've been yeah they've been married. Two roads they, diverged they, in a wood, and um, isn't that, yeah, isn't that, it's just such a small world. 
Um, they got married in 1991, and Chelsea went on to do three seasons of Growing Pains alongside Kirk. They now have six children together. So it's just so funny that these episodes are back to back. Right? Kirk it's weird. Yeah. In the yeah. last one, and Chelsea in this one. It's yeah. really funny. Okay, so that's just she's our only guest star for this week, and we open the show in the living room where Jesse is on the phone with his flame of the month, Samantha. Samantha, another uh name. Oh, they're back. But Dave, she calls the, her Sammy. Oh, oh. Okay, so Sam, yeah, sometimes he calls her Sam and Sammy. Yeah. So, okay. Um, but I'm going to say, just for the record, if her birth name is Samantha, it's another A name, a name. Okay, th- yes. I'm sorry, I was not meaning okay. to discount that. Yes. Okay. Jeez. That's right. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Your sads are coming out. <sighs> <No>. <laughs> so Jesse promises Sammy that this is going to be the most romantic weekend of her life. Mostly because the entire fam- uh, Tanner family will be gone visiting Disneyland. And this phone that he's holding, this cordless phone, oh. is a sight. It is, like, large and in charge. It is. He, it's like, I think we said it's like one of those, like, sat phones. You know what I mean? Those giant satellite <laughs> things with yes. the antenna that sticks the antenna straight out. Right, right, right. feet long. It's three feet it's... long, and it weighs 60 pounds. You have to wear, like, a purse with it. Yeah. That's what this, it definitely feels like. Yeah. It, these are the things, these are the kind of cordless phones that, like, it, like if you threw them, it was, it was a bad idea. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to tell no. you how I learned that lesson, but I'm just saying oh, no. that, yeah, cordless <laughs> phones like that uh, do not throw. They've got some weight. I mean, you could do a hit workout just by carrying two cordless phones. They're massive. Yeah. (laughs) They don't know the the, how, you know, you had to walk around and hold that Mm -hmm. up to Mm -hmm. your ear. It was a workout. So Stephanie comes running into the room screaming, Uncle Jesse, which (laughs) prompts Jesse to quickly end this lovey-dovey phone call with Samantha. Stephanie continues to run around the living room screaming, Disneyland, Disneyland, Disneyland. You are hype. Jody, like you are ready. That is about how I would act when I was actually going to Disneyland because I I grew up near Disneyland. Yeah, uh, I'm also a Disney lover, and that is, yeah, I, I definitely, uh, I only stopped doing that about two years ago, where I run around (laughs) in a circle and scream. No, uh, but I, I I loved Disneyland. It was great, and again, the irony that John is not the person leading the charge to Disneyland right? um, as the most Disney person. It's just funny to watch and be like, oh God, I'm glad I'm not going to Disneyland. I'm like, the yes. words that would never come out of John Singleton. Never. Yeah. No, he has always been a huge Disney lover. And yeah, he, he should have gone on this field trip. But yeah, no, no, he's staying back uh, for this awesome date. Um, So Jesse's trying to get Stephanie to calm down by teaching her these breathing techniques, but she's not having it. She's just going crazy. So finally, the rest of the family comes downstairs, and Joey, who's taking note of Steph's hyperactivity, tells Danny, I think you need to switch her to decaf. Probably uh, not a bad idea. Not not a bad (laughs) idea. (laughs) Danny explains to Steph that the plane won't leave any earlier just because they're the first ones on it. And Stephanie's like, well, if we're the first ones on it, then we'll be the first ones off. And then we can be the first in line at the Matterhorn. Yes. And Joey chimes in with his his yodelolehihoos. <laughs> yes. Hysterical. Matterhorn's a great ride. I Matterhorn do is a great ride. It. If you are wearing a neck brace. I That ride is what? never. <laughs> that ride, like, you jolts oh. around. like I mean, I love it. It's great. Yeah. But I really, I haven't been on it in years. And I, I, I my neck might be all the better for it. Because I feel <laughs> yes. like it's never been able to have, be made smooth. 
But that's part that's of a, the yeah, fun they, is that it's terrifying and you look like you're going into a into a Yeti and then you abruptly ye- turn to the left. Right. The Yeti is so scary. I always oh, my kids terrified used to of that Yeti. Both hate it and love it. Like I yeah. used to have to cover their eyes on <laughs> So Stephanie asked DJ to explain again how great it's going to be at Disneyland. Yeah. And DJ tells her that Disneyland has the greatest rides and Minnie and Mickey will come up and talk to you. Stephanie tells everyone to stop yakking. It's time to go. She grabs a large duffel bag and a large suitcase that are both bigger than she is. And she struggles Drag out the door. Let's go. No time to wait, people. Let's move it, move it, move it. Come on. Yeah. yeah. She's leading the charge. Yep. Uh, Danny asks Jesse, are you sure you don't want to go with us? And Jesse is sure. And he quickly ushers the family out the door with their bags. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I'm sure every one of our listeners can attest that we all carry around different stressors, both big and small, and I carry around quite a few of them myself. I know when I bottle up my problems and emotions, it can start to have a negative effect in my day-to-day life. Therapy is my safe space where I can get things off my chest and figure out how to solve the things that are weighing me down. Seriously, therapy is an amazing tool to help you be the best version of yourself. And whether you're aiming to set new boundaries, something that is sometimes missing in our episodes, uh, (laughs) or learn positive coping skills, or learn to heal from trauma, therapy can help. With BetterHelp, all you need to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HowRude today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HowRude. I need to get away and pack up the car and break free to embark on an adventurous weekend. What do you say, A.B.? Will you, uh, will you come with me? Well, how will we get there, Jody Sweeten? Well, may I suggest the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Oh, I have seen this car. It is stunning. Right? I am loving the new Hyundais. And the features make it the perfect vehicle to pack up the family and get away. There's available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, which is perfect when you have two kids who both want to stare at their phones rather than talk to you. I speak Mm. from experience. (laughs) Relatable. The Santa Fe's entire existence is to make sure it can take you on any adventure, stress-free and ready to relax. Ooh, what do you say, Andrea? How about we like, you know, time travel isn't real, but what if we like take it back to the uh, the late 80s and go on a phone-free weekend somewhere? Oh, yes. Let's go. Let's go to Joshua Tree <gasps> where there's not even cell, there's cell, cell phone no- service. Perfect. We let's go on a let's go on a little weekend trip somewhere. Yeah. Out we'll make we'll make it like it's 1988, no yes. phones. No, nothing. I'm going to braid my hair into a rat tail and bring a guitar to sing like a ripper. It's going to be great. I'm going to put my hair up in a scrunchie with my with perm, my permed hair Ugh. and uh, head on out in in the Hyundai. So if you want to just escape your house filled with kids or your sister's widowed husband and your jingle writing partner, just go up to the snow and sing acapella with your rippers bandmates. This is the car to do it. Well, that is if you don't already own a motorcycle and maybe have a helmet. <laughs> Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do 
start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. We cut to later that day in the living room. Jesse and Sammy walk in wearing tennis gear and carrying tennis rackets. I can't. Jesse's- I have to say... John, I don't know why, but John looks ridiculous in this outfit. I just, he looked, I just saw him it's in, not, it's like a Fila shirt or something. And I just want to go, no, it, it, no. It, it doesn't look good in any decade that we're in. It's just, it's no, just it's, not, I, it's, I, I think it's because I, we know him so well that I'm just looking at him going this, I don't buy this. Never wear I that. don't buy it. Right, right, right. But yeah, maybe okay. it's just because we know him so well, but it was funny. It was I think funny. it's just because we know and him so well. It was a so very eighties well. moment, like very eighty tennis Totally. Where, how, yeah. Yeah. yeah they had like the pastel colored shirts and, the and stripes. He wore tennis shoes. So he's at least not oh, playing yeah. uh, playing tennis in boots. Thank goodness. He's that's learned, a, well, that's he learned an improvement. From, uh, from the touch football incident. And, yeah. You know, or the basketball, yeah. rather. The basketball. Right. You can't, can't do that in boots. You got to take off your motorcycle boots if you want to play sports. Yeah. Uh, so Jesse is so excited that he won three sets until he quickly figures out that Samantha is the one that let him win. Oops. Uh, Whoops. So Jesse notices that the house is very quiet. He remarks that he and Samantha have been going out for one month, yet this is the first time they have been alone together. Okay. So Jesse's taking it slow for once. Oh, this is a like a 10-year relationship. In Jesse years, this is like 10 years. Yeah, it's like dog years. Everything, like every three days is like seven years in Jesse time. Yeah. This might be the well, the longest relationship. They've grown yet. old together at this point. You know what I mean? They've yeah. They're they've planning retirement. Yeah, exactly. They've They're picking out their urns. golden years mm-hmm, for sure. <laughs> totally. Um, so he's very excited that this is their first time alone together. Um, and I was trying to figure out why have they not been alone? Well, Samantha lives at her her parents' house, right? And Jesse's been living in what he calls Pee Wee's Playhouse. So that's why this is their first time alone. Right. So Jesse decides he's going to make Samantha a very romantic dinner. Does she want extra crispy or original recipe? <laughs> Again, fried chicken, cold fried you. chicken, yep. fried chicken. It's a thing. <laughs> so Samantha says she's going to go take a shower, and we get another "Have mercy" from Jesse. Uh, we cut to the kitchen where Jesse is busy preparing this romantic dinner, and he's singing "Love Machine." I'm just a love machine in a fantastic like. What is that? Like a shark skin suit? I mean, come on the the silvery like and the bolo tie and the oh oh yeah horizontal yeah. stripes that he mentioned are not black hor- the horizontal <laughs> horizontal <laughs> up and down right horizontal stripes right. yeah oh yeah. it's true no he yeah. looks he he's very excited about this romantic dinner. Um, he's setting the table with a, a white lace tablecloth and these taper candles. Right. Uh, Very, he pours yeah, some. Yeah. It's fancy. This this is going to be a fancy. I feel like Grandma Alice chicken moment. Uh, made that tablecloth. That was the story that it I told It does seem like that. an heirloom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would agree. I would agree Definitely with that. Definitely down. Um, so he pours the champagne and we cut to the hallway where Jesse is bringing a glass of champagne to Samantha in the bathroom. So, but he teases her by holding the champagne just out of her reach, attempting to lure her further out of the bathroom so he can sneak a peek. Hmm. And he's not he's not successful, no. and he leaves to go change into his evening attire. I thought it was cute. It was flirty. They're alone. It's a pro. This is finally appropriate to be flirting. Sure. 
True. Sexually in a home. At least he's alone. There's no children present. So I give him. Yeah. A at for that. Right. For once. I, although I think this is the least amount he's made out with anyone, and there's no one around. <laughs> you know what I mean? True. He's made yes. out. He's made done far more with far more people in the room. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yes. what? All of a sudden, it's, he's like, oh, it's been a month. Where, like he is. This is commitment yeah. for Jesse. This, this is, is a huge yeah, yeah. change. Yeah, yeah. This is the, he is he's a changed man. Uh, we cut to the living room where the front door opens and in walks the family. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah. Stephanie is pissed. She's so yeah. sad because it was too foggy for their plane to take off. Damn San I, Francisco. I, dang it's San Francisco. Carl the fog. Yep. Oh. It is a thing. Wait, Carl the fog? Yeah. He has an Instagram account at the fog. The San Francisco fog is called Carl. What? I don't know why. And there, there's an Instagram I'm sorry, you account. Just, no, no, no. But you just mentioned that, like, obviously, Carl. I was like, wait, <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, I don't know the history behind the nickname. But yeah, there's. Are you sure there's Instagram. a history behind the nickname farther back than just Instagram? Or was no, it just I, somebody sure was like, I'm going to name the fog Carl? I, I'm sure it's or probably is this like a like wide an Instagram. Maybe since a Twitter like the, thing. Since like the the you know the the early 1900s, they've been like, here comes Carl. <laughs> you know, before there was even a bridge to get fogged in or an airport. You don't know that that famous Tony Bennett Bennett song about oh, I left my Carl I left my, heart, I left my heart in Carl Francisco. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay hold on. Here's the breaking fact. news. Here's the fact. Carl news. with a K. Lest yep. we be, let's make it clear. Carl the Fog has been a part of San Francisco since his Twitter account. Aha. Nay, Twitter, now X, all, mm-hmm. whatever. Account first appeared uh, in 2010. The anonymous user behind the parody account has tweeted over 10,000 times and has amassed a following of around 344,700 Fog joke lovers. Well, that's going to be 344,701 wow. because uh, yes. I am going to go follow Carl the Fog. Yeah, make that too. I'm gonna go yeah. follow too because that that's wait. That's you impressive. don't follow it, and you're just throwing it out there. Yeah, well, I've seen it. Like I've seen it come up in my feed. I have friends in San Francisco. I've okay. runner friends up there. Okay, so got it. Yeah, so I I Carl's seen, just like is stuff. Carl is Carl just slipping in your DMs? You yeah, know what I mean, he, well, he's in like, my hey. for you page or whatever. Right, right. <laughs> he's like you, in my DMs. Slipping in your DMs, just <laughs> like hey, you won't see me coming, but here I am. Right, just yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do your feet really stink or is that just my fault? Carl is a reference to Tim Burton's 2003 film, Big Fish, which is such a fantastic movie. Although at least one local reader tells us the name is Carl with a C. It was used back in the 1980s. Okay. There is lore. If anyone has any information on the history of Carl uh, K or Carl C, the fog of of San Francisco, I'd be fascinated to learn um, because it is both useless and entertaining. That's my right favorite up your alley, type of fact. Yeah. <laughs> now I have a new life goal, which is to get Carl the Fog in in his Twitter to like give us a shout out. <gasps> give this podcast a shout out, please. Oh, Carl the Fog. Please, yeah. Life yep. goal. All right. Yep. I'm on it. I'm on it. Uh, so Danny is trying to console Stephanie. He offers her an alternative. Hey, he's going to make tonight a family fun night right here at home. That's never a good idea. That's never fun. <laughs> I've tried to pitch that idea to my kids when there's a big disappointment. You're like, hey, I'm going to put on a show. And they're like, shut up, mom. They can see right through it. Yeah, yeah. And Steph. Toxic positivity. Steph is like, nope. No. 
no, she says that. Joey's like, hey, what could be more fun than that? And Steph's like, I'll tell you what, something that starts with a D and ends in a land. D-land. Yep. D-land. D-land. So Stephanie goes off running upstairs and DJ follows her. Danny says, these disappointments are really hard on a six-year-old. And Joey responds with, I can't believe we missed Captain EO. I remember I Captain, love EO. Captain EO. I love Captain EO. Yes. That, Loved it. Now, now, now it's, now what is it? It's like a Star Wars. Isn't it a Star Wars or Star Tours? No, Star Tours is, uh, is, uh, Ca- Captain EO was in the theater like next to it. I don't, I don't know next if they've s- since, they've probably taken that out and made it part of the line for Space Mountain, which is now, uh, 37 days long. And, <laughs> yeah, that's um, what the yeah, fast pass too. That's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what the fast pass that you paid $17,000 for. Right. So you can watch Captain EO slash Star Wars or whatever over while you're waiting over, for the right, right, right. Yeah, you can yes. learn the whole history of Captain EO. You can yeah. learn about it when he was Lieutenant EO. You know, it's just, <laughs> it goes way back. Yeah, yeah. And then go hit the Matterhorn and break your neck. I mean, it, right. it'll be. Right. Disneyland is the complete experience. It really is. Okay, so we quickly cut back we get to the kitchen. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I love you, Disneyland. We love you. Yay! We do. No, we, we actually had annual, really do. We had annual passes we did. back we in the day because we both lived in Orange County, so yep. we would go, we go all, all the time. time. And we would always go in the rain because there was the nobody there to go to Disneyland. Yeah, there's nobody in line. Not Perfect. anymore. I miss those days. Yeah, not yeah. anymore. So we are back in the kitchen. Uh, Jesse walks downstairs wearing, you know, that shiny silver suit with the bolo tie. The mm. audience goes, woo, and he lights the candles. We flip to the hallway where Danny tells Joey, oh, I'm just going to let Jesse know that we're back. And he knocks on the bathroom door, not realizing that Samantha is in it. So Danny sticks his head in and he says, hey, we're back. We got fogged in. And he shuts the door. Samantha sticks her head out of the shower curtain and says, what did you say, Jess? Danny walks in, notices that there's lingerie hanging on the shower. Just as Samantha pops her head out of the shower again, Danny is startled, and he says, have mercy. (laughs) They awkwardly introduce themselves. Danny is just a hot mess. He is stammering. He's stuttering. Get out of the bathroom. I've never, have you ever opened the door to someone (laughs) in the shower or on the toilet and been like, oh my God, oh, oh, oh no, I'm going to stand here and have an awkward conversation? No, you're like, ah, and you run away. You have, you've had their, no, no, I haven't, I haven't done it, but I'm saying yes, I, like, I get it. Like Danny just won't stop talking. Especially a strange woman in your house, you're going to be like, I'm going to stand here and be a weird, creepy dude that's in, yeah, I'd be like. And he offers her shampoo and wool light. Like, sir. You're not at CBS. No, Come on. Yeah, no, get, go, yeah, move. I, and then excuse me and see yourself out would be plenty. I don't need any shampoo or conditioner. Just you to leave. Yes, yes. So there are no boundaries in the full house at all. Right? Um, so finally, Danny just gets the hell out of there and he starts calling Jesse's name. Jesse, Jesse. So now Jesse hears his name being called. He's in the kitchen and he slowly rises from behind the kitchen island with a really panicked look on his face. It's like when He's you like, hear your kids screaming, you're mom, and you're like run into the room and they're like, what? And you're like, I, I didn't, wait, you didn't yell for me? And they're like, no. <laughs> but, do you ever have that happen? Or is it just me that I'm going crazy? No, it's like phantom, you, phantom, yeah, it's like phantom yelling You're just so used to yeah. somebody being like, mom, yeah. mom. And you yeah, just run in the room and they're like, we didn't even say anything. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear, I hear, I hear those. That's in my nightmares in general. <laughs> right. My yeah, kids exactly. just repeat, mom, 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 mommy, mom, mom, um, mama. So Jesse rushes upstairs just as DJ, Steph, and Joey walk in the other door. They notice all the food and they get excited. <laughs> Joey says, hey, let's take a trip to Dinnerland. 
And he starts imitating carnival music and pretending that the bread can talk. It's very entertaining, but Stephanie is not impressed. No, and is sitting like a potato, might I add. <laughs> I'm just, my I still, I'm pretty sure I still, like I realize I still have that same posture. Like left Aww. to my own devices, I'd be sitting like that. You'd so. be sitting like that. It's your favorite, it's your comfort, po- or right. your, sulking, your sulking posture, or just your comfort <laughs> posture. Or just how I feel best, yeah. <laughs> So Jesse comes back back downstairs. He notices that they are eating his romantic dinner. Why aren't you guys at Disneyland, he demands to know. And Stephanie tells him, fog, fog, fog. Danny enters the room and tells Jesse, oh, hey, I met your friend upstairs. She's very clean. Again, awkward. Jesse can't believe this. He's been waiting a month to be alone with Samantha. He sits down next to Stephanie, who remarks, I've been waiting five and a half years to go to Disneyland. Yeah. They both say how much they hate fog and drop their heads onto the table in defeat. It's true. Not very many people are happy in this house right now. No, no, despite family fun night. Right. Family fun night is just not fun. I need to get away. Pack up the car and break free to embark on an adventurous weekend. What do you say, A.B.? Will you you come with me? Well, how will we get there, Jody Sweeten? Well, may I suggest the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Oh, I have seen this car. It is stunning. Right? I am loving the new Hyundais. And the features make it the perfect vehicle to pack up the family and get away. There's available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, which is perfect when you have two kids who both want to stare at their phones rather than talk to you. I speak Mm. from experience. (laughs) Relatable. The Santa Fe's entire existence is to make sure it can take you on any adventure, stress-free and ready to relax. Ooh, what do you say, Andrea? How about we like, you know, time travel isn't real, but what if we like take it back to the uh, the late 80s and go on a phone-free weekend somewhere? Oh, yes. Let's go. Let's go to Joshua Tree <gasps> where there's not even cell, there's cell, no- cell phone service. Perfect. We let's go on a let's go on a little weekend trip somewhere. Yeah. Out we'll make we'll make it like it's 1988, no yes. phones. No, nothing. I'm going to braid my hair into a rat tail and bring a guitar to sing like a ripper. It's going to be great. I'm going to put my hair up in a scrunchie with my with perm, my permed hair Ugh. and uh, head on out in, in the Hyundai. So if you want to just escape your house filled with kids or your sister's widowed husband and your jingle writing partner, just go up to the snow and sing acapella with your ripper's bandmates. This is the car to do it. Well, that is if you don't already own a motorcycle and... Maybe have a helmet. <laughs> Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature. And of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So after the commercial break, we're in the living room where the entire family, plus Samantha, have gathered on the couch for family fun night. Danny is trying to hype people up. Jesse and Stephanie are just not having it. They're so dejected. Yeah. Danny passes out a guitar and a tambourine and gets everyone to sing, if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. Steph is clearly not happy, even when Joey tries to get her to laugh by imitating Popeye. Nobody's ever happy when you bring out a guitar and a tambourine in a small group. Everyone goes, oh. Nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to do that. No. Uh, So then Danny tries to get everyone to sing, row, row, row your boat. (laughs) Also not great. Also not great. DJ says, that's dopey, which triggers Stephanie. Dopey, don't say that. Oh. Of course, then Danny accidentally tells Steph that she's grumpy, sleepy, like he's just rubbing salt right. in the wound at right. this point. Steph finally stops him and says, thanks, but family fun night just isn't fun. The audience mm. awes as Stephanie runs upstairs and DJ says she'll go talk to her. So now Jesse tries to subtly signal for Danny and Joey to get lost so he and Sammy can have some time alone. They take the hint and they leave. Samantha tells Jesse how great his family is, but Jesse's still upset that it could have been an even better night. Samantha says, well, hey, why don't we go to this cute bed and breakfast that I know of? Why did Jessie nobody think his- of that before? I know, right? Well, Jesse loves this idea, but then, oops, he remembers that he promised he would babysit, so he can't mm. go to Got the Airbnb. It. Got it. He's so frustrated. So they start to kiss, and... Randomly, Michelle walks in and very awkwardly just stares at them. (laughs) Jesse gives her five bucks and says, hey, go catch a movie. And Michelle takes the money and walks out. Yes. She's great at following There's an everywhere you look moment in there too, but I'll get back to it. Oh, okay. I don't. Yeah. I don't have one for that. So, okay. That'll be news to me. Um, So, yeah, that was a cute moment. Audience loves it. Um, Then we cut to DJ and Stephanie's room. Stephanie is laying on her bed, sulking. DJ walks in and tells Steph that she knows what it's like not to get what you want. Remember the oat boat commercial? Aha! Which feels like such a, it's such a great sibling way to be like, remember when you screwed me over and I didn't get the thing that I wanted because you got what you wanted? Like, it's such right. a sibling way to be like, remember when it's I like, was disappointed and you were really happy? Yeah, well, it sucks, it's, doesn't it? Like, <laughs> It's so passive aggressive. Right. It's, yeah, exactly. I love it. Yeah. It's just- Although Steph doesn't fall for it. Steph's like, yeah, you basically tried to kill me. She's like, yes, okay, good point. Good she point. points it out. She's right. just like, you chased me around the kitchen and tried to kill me. And yeah. it's like, so she calls DJ on all this. But rarely do you, do you mention like old episodes in, uh, you know, 
I was surprised. Yeah, yeah you, the, in the '90s, that was not popular to yeah. do a callback. But this was a it was a funny, episode. great joke, though. It was a good one. Yeah, it was it was well earned. Yes. So DJ decides there's only one way to make Stephanie smile: the tickle monster. DJ tickles Stephanie while Stephanie tries not to not to not to laugh and to tries to convince her this isn't working, but it's working, and she starts laughing. Were you really laughing? Are you really yes, ticklish? I, well, here's the thing: I'm not ticklish unless someone like unless I'm I, I I'm held down and someone's tickling me. Otherwise, I'm like I can sit there and kind of turn it off. And not oh, really okay. be tickled. But if but it's if like someone's yeah, 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 yeah. In a in a in a, in a, right. in a hold. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Which sounds horrible, really. Um, but I, no, yeah. that's what siblings do to that's each other. Siblings you know, do. You yeah, hold exactly. each other down and but torture no, I was, each other. I could tell by the way I was like, ah! like it was, I could tell I was you're actually really laughing. yeah, yeah. I was actually laughing. <laughs> it's so great. Sounded like Pee Wee Herman. So Danny walks in and he's very pleased to see that Stephanie is happy again. But Stephanie corrects him. She's like, no, that didn't count because it was the tickle monster that right. was making Forced me laugh. happiness, not Forced legitimate. laughter. Yeah, no. Right. <laughs> Danny tells her that she has every right to be sad and he completely understands. But he wants her to really think about this. She's not always going to get her own way. And while she's being sad, she's missing out on a lot of other fun things. The violins start to play. Yeah, not Disneyland, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, with yeah, this, you know what I mean. This is she's a weird moment. Selfish. For me. She's not being selfish. She's no. The whole family going to go to Disneyland. She's sick. Yeah, yeah, she's. Sad. I think Steph's actually handling it pretty well. If that would happen, we had a whole trip planned, and your kid mm-hmm. at six years old, and you were like, "Sorry, we can't go." Can you imagine? Like just the give meltdown? her the day. Give her right. the day to be sad. You know, she's allowed. Right. Right. Yeah, but I, I, it's, but it's you know we have to teach the lesson in a in a in a quick time. We've only got twenty seven minutes. The violins are starting to play here, which says this is a, this right. is an, either is, an emotional moment or a teachable moment. Or time to get off the stage. All three. Right. It feels right. a little unwarranted. Like, they're not really having a – like, they've talked about grief. They've talked about loss. And now there's talking about you're sad about Disneyland. I don't think they needed violins here, but that's just my Well, opinion. but I think they're starting to have to identify the, like, teachable moment in the show. Mm-hmm. I think they're finding that maybe that, like, is resonating with viewers that they like when they're sort of that, like – and then you know, oh look, we're having a moment. Yeah, so maybe. It's like, pay, I don't atten- know. pay attention. This yeah, yeah. Is the, this, this is, is the, the moment thing, you right. need to. This is right. the lesson. Okay, okay. Uh, so Danny says to Stephanie, "It's up to her. She can feel sorry for herself, or she can feel bad for a little while and shake it off and move on to the next fun thing." It's been three hours, Danny. The kid's disappointed about going to Disneyland. Just let her sleep it off. That's my opinion. Yeah. She'll feel better in the morning. She'll get distracted. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I agree. But DJ knows one thing that'll be fun. Tickling Danny. So the girls attack Danny and tickling him. He's still trying to sing if you're happy and you know it. They're having a <laughs> fun old time. And uh, Jesse walks by with his guitar and he clocks this moment and then sadly walks into his own room. Aww. Yes. So now we're in Jesse's room where Jesse walks over to the wall. He notices that one of the pink bunnies is peeling off the wall. Kind of symbolic here. Joey walks in eating a carton of ice cream and asks Jesse, what's going on? Jesse says, every time I walk into this room, it seems like there are more pink bunnies on the wall. Joey replies, well, you know how rabbits are. <laughs> Which, it took me a minute, but multiply. I got that joke. Yep. <laughs> do you not know how rabbits are? Well, yes, I do. I just, okay. it, it, it took me a minute. I was slow <laughs> to catch on to that joke, but it was funny. So Jesse sits Joey down for a talk. Joey apologizes if they ruined his night with Samantha. Jesse says, well, it's not just that. He asks, Joseph, doesn't living here get to you sometimes? 
Joey says, no, never. He loves it. But Jesse's skeptical. You mean you love changing diapers, making school lunches, helping them with their homework? Did I mention changing diapers? Joey explains that, well, he didn't have brothers and sisters growing up, and he feels like he's part of a big family here. He says, I like having people to care about, and that includes you. This is a very Aww. nice moment between these two guys. That was a guys. very sweet moment. Yeah, I'm, I'm I mean, enjoying Jesse this. Does, it doesn't seem to really be landing with him, but it's no. it, Joey was being very, yeah. Joey's trying. He's trying yeah. to, get, to get him to understand. So Jesse explains that he used to be this freewheeling, living on the edge, no strings kind of guy. And now he feels like he's married or something. He's got all these responsibilities and hassles of three kids, yet he can't even deduct them from his taxes. Joey replies, well... Technically, you could if you married Danny. <laughs> so, okay. San Francisco, late 80s. Very forward thinking. Very forward. Uh, Jesse says it's all just getting to him. He has zero privacy. He can't write his music because there's so many distractions. He tries writing his music from his life experiences, but his last three songs have been about changing diapers, measles, and tub toys. Jesse has things he wants to accomplish in his life, and maybe... Living in the Tanner house is holding him back. Mm. I felt like this was maybe the the beginning of Jesse's uh, jingle writing career. Because, you know, he went on, he and Joey go on to write jingles. And he's like, yeah, I've written songs about tub toys and, Mm. you know, what I was like, hey, maybe you should tap into this, Jesse. It might be, might actually pay off for you. That's a good connection. I never thought of that before. Mm. I think you're on to something. So later that night, we hear special dissolve music that suggests this might not be a normal scene. It is dark, (laughs) and Jesse is Uh asleep in his bed when he suddenly hears the voice of Samantha calling his name. Jesse. Samantha walks into the room wearing a beautiful fuchsia cocktail gown. Jesse smiles and suggests that uh, maybe she shouldn't be in there because everybody's here at home. The very next second, DJ rushes into the room wearing pajamas and carrying a textbook. Uncle Jesse, I need help with my homework. This is quickly followed by Steph, also in pajamas, rushing into the room. Uncle Jesse, will you give me a piggyback ride? She and Jesse argue back and forth. He's with, like, with our moment. Your the, moment. The great the yes, moment. Where you rub yeah. your eyes and you're like, you're and like I, yes, I, he does. That was Either I'm having a really terrible allergic reaction or I'm crying. Yeah. <laughs> I like this bit. Um, the last time we saw this was back in episode two, our very first yeah. night, when you're trying to coax Jesse into reading a bedtime story. So this is kind of an effective, effective method. So next, Michelle toddles into the room, and we hear a baby voiceover, which I presume is Dave Coulier. That is definitely Dave, yeah. <laughs> Uncle Jesse, change my diaper. Yeet me. Yeet me. <laughs> so now we know that this is a dream sequence, because right. as Jesse points out, Michelle can't really talk yet. Right. Also, Michelle points out that Jesse isn't allowed to have girls in his room. Thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? Yeah. She's got a point. So Jesse tries to shoo the girls out of the room when Danny and Joey walk in, announcing, Jesse, it's your turn, and you're their uncle. <laughs> so uh, Jesse's like, he gets everyone out of the room except for Samantha. He starts kissing Samantha when suddenly we see a special effect of the girls appearing on top of the jukebox out of nowhere, oh, repeating right? their requests. I need help with my homework. I want a piggyback ride. And then but I disappear. say it in a rather threatening tone. <laughs> you do. Right? You're scary I want stuff. a piggyback ride. Like, I was like, <laughs> oh, God. You know? Oh, yes. This is, you're setting right. up Caroline, what is a very creepy, creepy a moment. Ride. <laughs> yeah. 
So ne- the next, this is followed by Joey and Danny suddenly appearing at the head of the bed, repeating their phrases. It's your turn. You're their uncle. And then they disappear. Samantha tells Jesse, we could have been so happy together. And he tries to hug her, but she disappears right out from under him. Michelle walks in the room, but not one Michelle, two Michelles walk oh. in in a weird zombie-like fashion and demand, <laughs> change me, change feed me, feed me. me, change me, feed <laughs> me. And that's the first time that we see both Ashley and Mary-Kate on camera. Oh, I love it. It's hilarious. Yeah, it was such like, a oh, great way to get yeah. them both on screen yeah. at the same time. And they so were cool. happy and loving it. it looked, I mean, they, it was a very cute little moment. I mean, despite Aww. the fact that it was, you know, a weird, creepy dream sequence. <laughs> right, right. It was cute to see the both of them. Yes. Uh, you know, yes. acting in a scene. It was great. So Jesse is freaked out and... Cue the bizarro fish fisheye lens. Oh, I, I don't know what that this was, was. The coolest thing because I'd never seen that before as a kid. And you can see me in the bottom corner. I'm like looking at probably at a monitor. I think. Oh, because they okay. had a monitor there, so we could all see where we were fitting in the screen. Oh, smart! And I think okay. I was like, "Oh my god, look at that!" Like, <laughs> you couldn't keep you your know, eyes off. Couldn't of keep it. my eyes off of looking at the at us on the thing. On the thing. Um, but yeah, oh, that was, was like the first weird camera lens thing that I remember learning about as a kid was a fisheye lens. It's so creepy and so distorted. And yeah. is it just like, uh, is it the normal camera and they just change the lens or is it's it a special le- Yeah, you camera? can swap lens, lenses okay. on them and it's just a lens that's like more bowed out so it makes everything in the center uh, more prominent. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it it and they were su- it was super creepy. It so was this, creepy. If you put that clip of of the show to some really scary music, can you imagine how horrifying that would be? It's oh, like when you put The Shining yes. to like a you know fun '80s sitcom, and you're like, oh, I could. It's a happy go lucky film. Uh-huh. No, this could be absolutely terrifying. It's it, it was give me flashbacks to Halloween Horror Nights. It was so terrifying. I was just like, this is straight out of one of those yeah. horror mazes. Yes. So Jesse finally wakes up. He's dripping in sweat and he's screaming, help. He can't take it anymore. He has to get out of this house. So the next morning, Joey and Danny walk into Jesse's room to wake him up, but they find an empty bed and a note <gasps> on the pillow. What? The note reads, guys, I didn't want to wake anyone up, so I left this note. I need to get away for a while. I don't know where I'm going or when I'll be back, or if I will even be back. I don't think it's working out for me here. I'll call soon. Tell the girls I love them. (gasps) Oh, no. Steph and DJ walk in and say, where's Uncle Jesse? Danny and Joey just awkwardly look at each other, not knowing what to say, as a Chiron appears on the screen saying, to be continued. Oh, boy. Our first cliffhanger. Our first cliffhanger. And I think I, if I remember right, I think I, I know what comes next. Oh, you haven't, oh, you haven't, oh, see, I've already watched it. I already watched it. Oh, I haven't watched it yet. No, you haven't no, watched my, it yet. No, oh, okay. that, I haven't watched it yet. If I get too oh, far ahead of myself, then, yeah, I'm, then I, yeah. I get confused in it all. True. But That's yeah, true. I'm going to watch it and um, yeah. yeah, I think I know and, what happens. And this is also the second episode that ends with a freeze frame, which is, it's, it goes quick. So if you missed it, that's huh. why, because it goes quick. 
But yeah, the last episode was ended in a freeze frame, and this episode ended in a freeze frame, which to my oh. knowledge is the only two times. Yeah, usually which is kind of strange, do but okay, yeah. Maybe no. the editor found a new button and was like, "Look what I can do!" Look, and they were like, look, look what frame. I right?" And then they were yes. like, "Okay, two episodes is enough, dude. Stop. Right, that's enough. Just, right. yeah, stop it. Right. Just stop that. Don't do that. Right. Yeah, don't do that." So that's our show. To be continued. I that's our show. Am on tenter hooks, waiting. Oh, what? What? Tell for me. Next, tell for, me for the next. For what happens next? Oh, I. I thought you were talking about your everywhere you look moment. I got excited. Oh, oh, well, that's true. I do have so my everywhere you look moment. Um. It, oh wait, what was it? What did I say? You said it was? something when Michelle toddled out and took the money. Oh, from when Jessie. Michelle toddled out and took the money. If you look behind her, there's someone standing in the alcove there. I don't know who. Oh. I don't, it's not Adria, or it's not. <laughs> it's, I don't know who it is. But there's it's some a handler random, back there. It's someone. Oh, or, it might have been Bob. It I don't know who it was, but is standing in the alcove, and you just see. I mean, I guess, and they left it in because yeah. I don't think she was meant to like run off. I think it was kind right. of an unscripted moment because you can see Chelsea and John's reaction. They're sort of laughing. Yeah, but yeah. whoever was back there, I guess she was like, I'm out. See you later. Me in the dish rag or whatever it was that she took with her. And uh, that's, yeah, that's so funny. I didn't notice that. Yeah I, yeah. I don't know if that was a cast member or maybe it was right, a, but, and a that cast was the thing member is you could leave it handler, in. Like, I'll catch the baby. Right. You could leave it in because it just looked like, oh, another person in the house. But yeah. I was like, hey, who's that? Yeah, we're so used to seeing Michelle alone and unattended. We're just like, why is there right. a person? Michelle just wanders around the house with no baby gates or nothing, yeah, just nope, nope. toddler walking no safety around. safety measures. Hey, yeah. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's so 80s. So <laughs> 80s. Oh. Yeah, child safety schmafty. Oh, I love it. <laughs> well, I am very excited for next week's episode uh, to see what happens next. I am I think, too. I am too. I think I know. I, uh, but, I know what happens I next, but I'm still excited to kind of get to the get to the finish line here and, and yes. finish up. Like what what happens? Our first two parter. Going to, our first two parter. It's exciting. First two parter. Well, yeah. everybody, make sure that you are uh, watching along with us. You can watch these uh, on all your uh, streaming services or your DVDs. Make sure you are also uh, liking and subscribing and rating the podcast uh, so that we can uh, make sure and get at the top of the charts so that you guys can have lots more fun Full House Tanneritos uh, episodes to listen to. Um, and we are having so much fun doing this. I just love, uh, I love watching these old episodes. It's, it's so great. So and great. if you're so loving great. it, please make sure and also follow us on Instagram at How Rude Podcast. You can also send us your comments, your questions for our mini-sodes or, you know, call us on things that you noticed or maybe that we forgot. Uh, and you can email us at howrudepodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. So remember, you guys, until next time, the world is, oh, I'm not even kidding. oh. oh. So close. The world is full. No, no, nope. no. The world is the the world is small and the house is yes. full. There yes. we go. Yes. yes. I have to yes. not think about it. If you I got cocky because last week last week you got it perfect. Yeah, I was like, so I got, got it got perfect. Cocky. Right. The world right. is small and the house is full. <laughs> there we go. Perfection. <laughs> Chef's kiss, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs>
That's better, H-E-L-P.com. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor. Gene was wooden. But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.